there. I'm just going to start the recording. Because <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you, you, never, you never know when you get a golden opportunity to start recording. Are you also recording the video or no? What I'm drinking here is a, it's a Stanley Park Brewing Company. Oh. Sun Center. Wheat Ale. Welcome to another episode of the Not So Secret Diary. This is is season two. <laughs> why did you have to sound like, why did you have to make it sound like a sexual predator? <laughs> oh, and we're back to the MSMR drinking oh, sound effects. Oh, God. So you, you're episode 14, beginning of season two, officially. Um, I, I, I'm drinking a Diet Coke, um, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm awesome like that. Responsible. <laughs> and Matt, the Polak, is drinking alcohol. <laughs> a, a beer, a beer to be precise, though, which is okay. I think that's all right. You know, it's after 7.30. I've had my supper. I think I have, I'm allowed to have a beer. Absolutely. You are a man in your own castle. You do as you want. I, I do what I want. <laughs> I, I'll head toss. I spunk where I want. I watch what I want. I, I eat what I want. I do what I want. I I would have a drink, but I, I drank heavily for the first time this past weekend as it was my buddy's wedding. One of my best friends got married on the weekend. Very and, nice. Uh, I was one of the groomsmen. And I was like, well, you know what? This is like one of my best buddies since high school. I think, I think we have to hit the sauce a little bit harder tonight than used to. Cause I, I, I don't, I don't drink nearly as much as I used to. <laughs> you can tell, you can tell you're for you. You can, you just know you're born like in the nineties at least or late eighties when you're saying hit the sauce, like for sure. <laughs> Oh, Mama's saying, who stole the hot sauce? It was us on the weekend. That's who stole it. That's um, right. <laughs> Chubby Carrier. Have you ever heard of Chubby Carrier? No, I haven't heard of Chubby Carrier. Zydeco. He plays that music out of Louisiana. He says that the whole album is titled, Who Stole the Hot Sauce? Who and Stole the Hot Sauce? Who Stole the Hot who Sauce? Who Stole the Hot Oh, oh it's got the, it's that good southern Louisiana Zydeco music. It's got like the accordion. It's out here it comes. There it is. That's the stuff we're talking about right there. Yeah, that whole album is nice. That just gets going, doesn't it? Oh yeah. So my, he came to the Blues Fest. Um Two years ago, I think. No, I, I've never, I've never been to the Blues Fest, but my dad goes every year, and my brother also went this year, and he performed at the Blues Fest, and my oh, that, brother. That would have been cool to see. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and and that album, my my dad showed us that album back when we were just kids, and my brother goes up to Chubby gets them backstage because I think at the Blues Fest, like you can't, like it's very interactive. It's not like the 
you know, the artists leave and go off stage because they're so high profile. Like they like to mingle and, you know, yeah, talk. Probably, you'll probably see them at, you'll probably see them at blues on white having a drink after. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well at the actual festival, they go up to get an autograph from chubby and my brother, goes, Hey chubby, who, who ended up stealing that hot sauce? And he just looked at my brother dead in the eyes and he's like, I'm still looking for him. <laughs> <laughs> Still looking. I don't, I don't know. Somebody, somebody still has it. I was like, "Wow, that's uh, a twenty-year-old bottle of hot sauce." You get, but it's probably not even good at this point. No, it's worth lots of money at this point. What are you saying? You're going to get better with age. Oh yeah. So well, that was hot sauce. <laughs> that was a hell of a tangent to go on just for hot sauce. Very right. <laughs> but <laughs> now we start the second season. Yeah. Yeah, we hit we hit the sauce at my buddy's wedding this weekend, and uh, like I just realized how my drinking tolerance has just gone to shit. I don't know shit; it's just all gone. Like, <laughs> let's be honest, I'm on the wrong side you're of twenty five. You're you're a Scotsman, Greg. That doesn't make like you. You cannot be you cannot be going down that road and saying that you don't have the tolerance anymore. I think it's going to be, it's kind of, it's just ring rust, you know, like it, it's, it's yeah. kind of like riding a bike. I'm sure if I got into drinking every weekend again, I'm sure I would probably build it back up. But like, I mean, yeah. I, I, I <laughs> I've, I've gone, I think I've gone months. It has to be months without getting drunk. I, I, I really have not drank a lot. The past year, I've made a point. I think Cole's bachelor party that we were both at, like, I didn't really have that was the last time I think I got pretty hammered. Yeah, before <laughs> this past weekend, I just I hate getting hungover. To me, it's just not worth it anymore. I'm like I said, I'm on the wrong side of 25, you know, I'm 30 in March, so it's kind of like you know, I I can't do that anymore. It's like, you know, I'm almost hanging up the cape. You know, the my number's going to go into the rafters. Number 17, Wendell Clark. <laughs> You're going to be retiring here in the Hall of Booze fame. <laughs> Hall of Boozing. I mean, when I, 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 I don't want to be the reminiscing guy because I, I have so much, so many more good drinking days and, 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 and fun parties yet to done, be had. You know, I, I'm I'm not I'm not putting a cap on fun. Yeah, like, I was gonna say at some point you're gonna have a child and you're gonna have to show that child who the fuck is boss. Exactly. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna get the hard way. But that's the thing is is you know, those days will come. Like I can't wait till like the I get like a sixteen year old whippersnapper and he's like, Oh dad, I bet you were such a lame back in the day and then like I can shoot that like you know, glare across you know, like it slants in on my eyes like a dramatic cartoon, just like <sighs> Like, what did you say? <laughs> like, and then I could just, I could break it out and, and, and be like, you know, back in the day, I used to put on a morph suit and jump down a flight of stairs just to make a point. What an idiot! <laughs> just to get a ping pong ball in a cup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it was a good time this weekend. I had a lot of old friends from, from some of the high school days, some of the guys I haven't seen, mm. and guys I haven't seen in like six, seven years were there. I was like, holy shit. Hey, how's it going? And you know, everybody was doing good and um, it was a great night. And uh, so, yeah, well, going forward, we'll be, um, you know, going to my wedding in October. That's going to be fun, which you are coming to, by the way. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And I didn't receive an invite in the mail. Well, we're going to be making some calls soon. So this is your pre. This is your official call that you're still coming on October third. Wonderful. You got to feed one less person. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's funny you mention that because uh, one of Bailey's friends was over here. Yeah, uh, she's a sweet girl, and she's single. And she's like, "Who's Matt?" And I was like, "Well, Matt's my buddy. He's coming." And she's like. She's like, tell him I'm wearing black so he can dress to match me. He's officially my date. <laughs> I didn't. Oh yeah, it's so. I don't know. I think I think she's just being in good in good humor. But it was funny. We were like, That's so funny though. Like, tell yeah. him wear black so he can match me. <laughs> tell him. Sounds, sounds like a gothic. Sounds like member of the Adams family or something. Morticia <laughs> <laughs> Adams. She's like, she, she's just she's wearing. I think just one of her black party dresses. So that. And now you're gonna say she's a black bikini. Just <laughs> <laughs> coming in a black bikini. It'll be easy easy to spot, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's uh, like, well, well, she's like, well, you need to tell me about him first before I agree to go on a date with him. So. Of course, I told her the obvious. Her to listen to this podcast, <laughs> I told her I was like, "It's my podcast co-host." Are you ready? Um, okay. I said that I, I mentioned uh, your 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 previous profession of okay. uh, of making dicks. <laughs> oh, so you're really building this up for me here. <laughs> she didn't run away from that, so there's a sign. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So, oh, well, what have we done here? We've opened up a new can of worms. <laughs> a whole new can of worms. A whole new can of worms. Well, you know what? As the record states, I am single. There you and go. So, who knows? Weddings are for a good time. Not necessarily that kind of a good time, just in general. Like you had a great time and got drunk for the first time in a long time, and responsibly you got home safe, and you you had a, you lived to tell the tale. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how your stomach felt, but uh, that's what weddings are for. So I'm ready to have a good time at your wedding. Well, we were talking yesterday because we were going to try and do this yesterday, but I oh god, it was just stupid yesterday. I got so much speed, so much crap on the go, mm-hmm. and we were we were getting back and everything like that, and um, I also didn't have the computer yesterday so we had to do it today but uh yeah i I felt good yesterday like i came back i was i was kind of worried going to bed saturday night i was like oh no i'm gonna wake up hungover and it's gonna suck but no no headache no nothing it was just beer i just drank beer i didn't mix uh didn't get sick you know you were telling me a bit of a different story about your weekend um but (laughs) yeah i I don't know what went down there i just i I bought it this is what happened i bought a pack of neutrals for the first time bailey's all about those and they're not bad i've tasted a few they're good they're really not that bad like they're refreshing if you don't want something that's super heavy on the on the stomach you know like it's it's just a nice particularly because i was at the lake that was nice and refreshing because there's a beach there's the water nice summer vibe going on so you don't you don't need something thick and heavy like a stout, you know. That's yeah, that's good with a steak, you know, when you really want to fill yourself up. But, but so what, you're at a beach, you said. So what, what lake were you at? We were at Pigeon Lake. No, can you can you swim in Pigeon right now? I thought there was like algae or something. You don't go in the water at all, do you? 
Some bad hat, Harry. Uh, you know what? Like, there's a lot of like weeds that are growing right now. There, the algae isn't really that bad. No. Um, okay. For the most part, it's the weeds that are growing. So over the course of the summer, like there's been lots and lots of rain and a lot of this extra nutrients that have just been like flowing in from the land into the lake. And now there's the surplus of basically like kelp looking weeds that are floating around everywhere across the shoreline around the entire lake. And it's just, you know, it's, it's gummed up the entire shoreline and it's harder to kind of take boats out if you want to, or bring them in, you know, you don't want to get that stuff getting stuck in the rudders or, or in your motor, but Overall, you can still go swimming. I would still recommend, you know, showering after or something so you don't get yeah. swimming. But it, it it seemed fine to me. Are you sure this water sanitary? It looks questionable to me. Have you have you ever had duck itch? Duck itch? Yeah, like well, swimmers itch, duck itch. Swimmers? Yeah, it's the same. I don't know. I've used it interchangeably, but yeah. I think I think I have. Like I've I've gone swimming in lakes multiple times before and there's been the odd, you know, weekend I've gone to like Sylvan Lake and you know, a couple of hours later, if I'm just playing beer pong or something and drinking and camping with friends, I'll notice my legs start to get a little itchy. It's not like rashes or anything, but it's just like you can feel for whatever reason your legs are itchy. And it's not that you got bit by a mosquito, it's just like wow, your your skin and your is in this weird state where it's just itchy and uh, you can scratch yourself into a rash basically. But if you can, you know, go and rinse yourself off quick enough, then that goes away over the course of an hour or two. It still sticks around for a bit, but it's not like you've got it for days and days. Yeah. I, I remember the one it's, it's the one time it's actually really happened to me and I've like sworn that I will never, if there's like a, a swimming risk for like duck mites or, or swimmer's itch or anything like that, I do not, I make a point not to go in because the one time we, we stayed in the shoe swap or shoe swaps, however you say that. And, <laughs> and, uh, at the time, because now, now it's a pretty clean lake that it's a pretty pristine lake, but, uh, yep. we, we went to, I think we were on the salmon arm side of the lake. And we camped there. I was probably around 12, 13 years old, maybe 14. And they said, oh, there's a duck itch warning in the lake. You can go swimming, but yeah, you know, shower, rinse off and vigorously rub and, and wash yourself. Yeah. Um, be so, <laughs> yeah. Be clean after. Uh, so we jumped in we were like, okay. So we, we jumped in the water. It didn't seem like a big deal. We were swimming around, splashing around the swimming area. Uh, you know, jumping off the, the pier and stuff they had. And we get out, like, we must've been in the water for about 45 minutes. Cause we we're like fish when we were kids. Like we, oh, if I was at the lake, if we were going to a lake and there was a beach, that's like, I don't want to sit on the beach. I want to spend most of my time in the lake in the actual water. So uh, we went in there for a long time. We get out and we ran, we, we went right to the shower, but I think it's cause we didn't do it intermittently. Like you're supposed to be in there for like only like 10 minutes and then get out and shower or something like that. Yeah. Now, now this is soaked into your skin basically. Exactly. Right. So like we've been jumping in and swimming around for 45 minutes and we get out of the water, we go to the showers and we did, we vigorously scrubbed and we put soap and everything. We rinsed ourselves off. It didn't matter. We got hammered with swimmer's itch it was to the point where i swear to you um my 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 chest my legs all around my legs um and my back 
and my shoulders oh, were no. covered in little red bumps, like hives almost. No. And it was so itchy everywhere simultaneously. Like I was shaking. It was almost painful. It was itchy that much. Oh yeah. It's like, I it's was like con- a little, yeah. I was shingled basically. Yeah. I was basically like rubbing my legs together and, and scratching my chest and rubbing my back simultaneously. Yeah, basically. So I was Ricky Martin, I guess. Um, and and uh, so I'm like literally lying on this bed. My mom had to go to the store and get this like calamine type lotion. And I was basically coated in it for uh, two days and it ruined the trip because we were there for like four days. And then we went down to the Island to see family. And I was You're just like, <laughs> it, it just like, it was like, Oh great. I'm so glad that we went on this camping trip and I spent half of it lying in a trailer in agony. This is the worst coated in cream coated in cream. I nice. was like, it was like never swimming in a lake with duck itch ever again. Oh. Buffalo Bill must have would have loved you after those two days. <laughs> oh, that lotion! It was in the skin, and I didn't get the hose again. No. <laughs> Gross. So I was checking out some other podcasts over the past little while while we, we were off because we were kind of year been been working and I've been working. Kind of COVID is obviously, you know. Shifted gears, shifted gears, and stuff like that. Now that we're back at it, but have you heard of this podcast by um, I forget their names, Nicole Byer? I think you know who she is. Have you ever seen that show Nailed It on Netflix? Oh yeah, she's the comedian. Yeah, That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. She's cool. hilarious. Yeah. She does a podcast called Newcomers with her friend who uh, her name's Laura. Laura. Um, she was in that that new movie. Um, yeah, she was on that new movie uh, in on Netflix with David Spade, the the wrong Missy. Oh, like, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's she like an A movie, right? That's the bat. That's like the naughty movie. Is it? Is it a naughty movie? I think that one's like rated eighteen A or something. There's there's some like yeah, I guess there's some like adult stuff in it. It's not. It didn't really. There was a few jokes in it. I think that were you know, but it, nothing. I don't know. I wasn't like this is really raunchy or anything. Um, maybe I'm thinking she, a different movie or something. Yeah, but the, the girl Laura, she the actress that plays the Missy in the movie. She okay. is, she's the other person on this podcast with Nicole, and they were watching Lord of the Rings for the first time. And I've been checking out this podcast with Bailey, and it is absolutely hilarious. Like <laughs> it, it is so funny because <laughs> it's meant to be a comedy podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like they're like they're saying all the names wrong. They're like so so Acorn is the king, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good, and it's just so good. It just got me got me thinking. We should do almost one of those things where we we pick a movie, mm-hmm. and it's one that we have never seen before, and we watch it before the next episode, and the next episode is just geared to discussing this movie trying to like do like a almost like a book report the worst critique possible yeah <laughs> just, just yeah and we should because like obviously we've seen lord of the rings both of us we've seen star wars yes. 
we should almost pick a movie that's like uh, a, a chick flick. Um, one of the ones I was thinking of was what is it called? I'm looking it up here. It was on Netflix. It's supposed to be um, this like romantic. 365 days. Have you heard about this? 300. Oh, I haven't seen it, but I I have heard it's a Polish movie. It's Polish. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. It's been uh, redone for Netflix in English here. So yeah, it's it's a Polish movie. Yeah, it stars a guy named Michelle. I mean, that's. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like the dumbest daddy that you could ever know. Okay, Apparently. so 365 days. Let's see. I've had some kinky sex. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need to know about that movie. <laughs> so let's see here. It made 9.5 million dollars at the box office. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and read. Oh, there's a whole there's a whole plot. Let's just read about. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll read about it. Maybe we'll sh- we should make this as like the the thing for for next time, but. 365 Days is a 2020 Polish erotic romantic drama film directed by Barbara Bielowas. <laughs> I don't know how you say that name. Nailed it. <laughs> and Tomasz Mendez. It is, cool. ba- it is based on the first novel of a trilogy. Oh, shit. It's a trilogy. Okay, so there's going to be two more of these. Oh, fuck. <laughs> written by Blanka Lipinska. <laughs> The plot follows a young Warsaw woman okay. in a spiritless relationship falling for a dominant Sicilian man who imprisons her and imposes a period of 365 days to fall in love with him. And that's the bottom line. Gaston Gold said so. What the fuck? Is- that's a crime. And so, uh, it stars so-and-so. The film was theatrically released in Poland on February 7th. Later, later, later made available on Netflix, quickly gaining global attention. The film received overwhelming negative reviews from critics who cr- heavily criticized for softcore themes and sexual violence. <laughs> I say we give it a whirl. I say we give it a whirl, too. Well, I wonder vast amount of knowledge that I have in this scene and I would love to rip this fucking Polish movie a new sausage asshole well just just the theatrical poster like it's him like she's in front and she's naked completely but you can't see her her nipples because his hand is coming over her breasts man it's getting hot in here you i hope you don't mind i take unbutton a couple buttons here she has this this kind of look of this ah ah, on her face and he's kind of got he's like his face is right up against her neck kind of like yes yes you like this please i have a wound there come on don't spoil everything this works for both of us huh Oh my goodness! <laughs> it's it's very like oof. Okay, um, it got yeah, three points. It's, it's meant to be steamy, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be. It's like a it's like a Fifty Shades of Grey steam kind of a mm. thing. It, it got a three point three out of ten. 
<laughs> That's usually good porn quality right there, acting. <laughs> might be, uh, this might be like, we might be getting ourselves, we might be getting ourselves into something we don't want to get ourselves into here, Craig. We're not watching this together in the same room, are we? No, no, we, we'll be watching this on our own. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to be around you watching this. Because, like, I make a pretty mean white cheddar popcorn, and, like... <laughs> really? Well, maybe I'll make an exception. You never know, right? <laughs> just, just just, don't try and touch my butthole. That's okay. <laughs> I, I want to read some of the reviews I'm seeing here on IMDb, because usually when people leave reviews, it, it's, some of them are hilarious. Um, let's see here. Uh, some of them are hilarious. Total votes here. Here we Most go. Of them are, I'm, I mean, I feel like knowing the history of the reviews that I've heard on this movie, you're probably gonna, you're probably gonna read some pretty funny <laughs> shit. This okay. This is the top view. Uh, one of the reviews, uh, one thousand three hundred and eighty-seven out of sixteen twenty-seven. So like, most people found this helpful. Uh, it's a one out of ten star review, and it says, "I honestly can't believe this is an actual movie." <laughs> <laughs> and number one on Netflix in my country. No. It's not true. That's impossible. In my country. Uh, here is we go. <laughs> <laughs> the, ne- the next one is, is another one out of ten review. It says, the cringe levels runneth over. The English is almost as bad as the plot. If you want to watch this movie, do so as a drinking game. Or as a podcast challenge, did you cringe? Then take a shot, my dude. You will be wasted by the end. <laughs> That's another good one. I'll read one more negative one, and then maybe I'll try and find a positive one here. Maybe maybe there's a positive one. Possibly. Um, this was probably the worst movie I've ever seen. The dialogues between the main characters are unbelievably cringy, and the plot literally doesn't make any sense. Don't watch this movie unless you want to waste two hours of your life or do a podcast challenge, just to give this movie a probably one-star rating, too. So we're not getting a lot of confidence. I'm telling you, it fits right in that category. I, the, okay, okay, here's one that says, I got some 7 out of 10s. Here's an eight out of 10. Oh, um, strange storyline with some cringy scenes, but overall, overall, I enjoyed it. Definitely worth watching. Set your feelings. You know it to be true. No! No! Oh, oh, here we go. A nine out of 10. What? Okay. Let's hear this. Another one that nobody else found helpful, but this movie doesn't deserve such a low rating. It is actually a very interesting storyline with a lot of little jokes. The cinematic is great. The sound is good. It seems all very realistic, especially the sex scenes. What? We are so serious. Guys. They're fucking hot. Are you out of your mind? The main actors are very charming. Give it a try. I'm willing to bet she's probably 50 plus and in a swingers relationship. <laughs> probably i would give it i would give it a nine out of ten honestly people should give it two or three or maybe four watches and then they'll get it <laughs> i like 
Here's okay. So that, those are some positives. This is like a neutral one. This is like a six out of a ten. But I like how this person just their entire review seems very like they're confused the entire time. It says, "I kind of liked it?" Question <laughs> mark. But solely because it was exactly like a fan fiction from Wattpad, and my teenage self was living for that storyline. But I don't think I've ever seen a worse ending to a movie just ruin the whole thing in a minute. I would have rated it a solid seven or eight if it wasn't for that ending. Oh my god! But other than that, perfect for living out your fantasies. It's not the worst thing ever, but don't expect it to be a blockbuster. It's not even close. It's shot. This guy person does not use periods very well. It's all commas. <laughs> <laughs> it's it shot. It's shot very well, though. Time, money, and effort was put into the beautiful visuals. It wasn't entirely bad. Is all I'm saying. It's all I'm saying. Period. Was there a period at the end of that? Oh yeah. Hold on a second. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they use a single period. You know what? Consistency is key. If you're not going to use any sort of punctuation, you may as well just follow through. There was a it. there was a question mark. There was a fuck ton of commas, but no periods. Absolutely zero periods. Just commas everywhere. The world's longest run-on sentence. Literally the whole thing. I tell you what, I'm gonna give it a watch. Yeah, it's it's still on Netflix, right? I think so. so. So we'll give it a watch before the next podcast. And then we're going to dedicate, you know, 15 minutes or so here, 20, 15 <laughs> to ripping rip this movie a new butthole. Anyways, let me tell you something new that's in my life. I uh, recently got my diploma in the mail. Yeah. And, and I, I remember bringing you on to the retrospective show that I had back in first semester. Awesome. And I remember we were recording an episode and there was a moment in there where you were talking about something about foreshadowing and how taking this program (laughs) (laughs) and something about not having a job. (laughs) And here we are now. (laughs) I, uh, unfortunately, I am freelancing right now, which isn't the worst thing ever. It's something to get you by, right? It is. It's something to get me by, which is really, really nice. Like I've been getting a whole bunch of new opportunities to, you know, produce other people's podcasts. I had a podcast for the city of Edmonton, which is super cool. Um, I'm going to be producing a musical for Strathcona high school in the fall here right away, which is really wait. What what musical is this? Like, are you writing one or is this like an existing musical? This is an existing musical. I am just producing the DVD that's going to be sent to the children. (laughs) 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 So what, what musical is this? It's called ride the cyclo. What is that? What the fuck is that? <laughs> oh. uh, it's a really, really neat musical about these kids that, um, you know, they, they're having the best times of their lives and they're going to this theme park, amusement park, and they take this ride on a, on a roller coaster and then they die. <laughs> and so this, this is a play about the mind bender. 
it's basically yeah it's this dark musical which is like seriously <laughs> hilarious yeah basically we're gonna be I, I got a couple of buddies on board that are gonna be helping out with the video and so i've got like a video production crew that's coming on board and then i'll be doing the audio and we'll be miking up all the kids and you know doing it all safe and sound six feet apart um we've got a couple of locations that we're thinking of going to like potentially west edmonton mall like the galaxy land nice um, Park, so we might actually be able to shoot the musical there or uh fort edmonton park has a couple of like theme park looking old timey areas that we can use but they don't have a roller coaster so i don't know exactly you know how this is all gonna work out we're still in the works of figuring out the production process and you know how we're gonna safely have the student you know in their positions choreographed ready to shoot in certain locations I gonna, so. so i was gonna say this isn't like a stage production this is an actual movie that a film this is gonna be yeah this is kind of gonna be like a hybrid you know it's gonna oh, be a little okay oh so you- they, sorry they'll, they'll have it is a it is a stage play but they're gonna there's gonna be footage of them on like a roller coaster or something yeah we're not to be honest i'm not sure if there's gonna be any sort of a set that we build at mm-hmm. the school mm-hmm. um that happens i won't be a part of the actual set building process or anything we're strictly just production but um i honestly am excited to just see what this brings because it's a thing it's something that i've never done before you know i'm working with uh, a videographer who's really really good uh he's got a good rap sheet here in edmonton so he's interested in joining me on this project and it'll just be unique you know like what's his name i know a few videographers his name's spencer short spencer short oh no not one of him so he's also out of the program, but he was in oh, my okay. Oh, uh, no way. Yeah, you might not know him just because he's pretty new. Nah. Um, and so um, he's got like a nice little rapport with people in Edmonton and good skill set. Like I looked at some of his website material that he has up there, his demos, and, and they're really good. You know, he's done recording of music before and synced that up with video and done music videos kind of. So when I thought about, you know, approaching this from a musical theater perspective, you know, he understands sound design just as much as he understands putting together, you know, something musically themed. So um, oh, yeah, I, I trust that he'll be able to, you know, with, with the extra manpower that he has to a couple of extra guys and the cameras that they have, um, they'll be able to get all the shots that we need to videotape this. And we had a meeting today too. And he was like, I just want to let you know, Matt, like we're going to be going all out on this. Like we're going to try and make this a seriously awesome production because a, we have the opportunity to B we're working with, you know, Edmonton public school board essentially. And if we can pump something out, that's seriously great. And other schools see this, you know, uh, that becomes another working opportunity and it's, it's a, a learning opportunity for us and a challenge, you know, this will be fun. Um, hopefully we don't bomb it. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let this fail at all, but I like doing this for fun anyways, right. Doing podcasts like this and then maybe doing some, some work on the side just for fun. Like I, if I, if it turns into a, a, a side career, then maybe, but right now it's just like a passion project kind of a thing. Yeah. And, and, and you know, that's why I was kind of like, I more want to just make my bread and butter. And then, you know, like I love doing professional communications because essentially it's, everything's very detailed. 
you know, yeah. Like, yeah, you have the guide, you got to follow, but it's like, I, I'm doing graphic design. I'm doing video editing. I'm doing photography. I'm doing audio editing as well with the video. Like when we're, we're we started our YouTube channel at work, uh, concrete pros. So like we're, we're basically doing a how to, um, concrete series. Like we're trying to basically make our, one of our owners of the company is trying to be like the, the Mike Holmes of yeah. construction. And so far we've had some great guests. Like I just wrapped shooting like a four day long shoot during that giant heat wave we had like a couple of weeks ago. I filmed them busting out a, a whole chunk of asphalt and cutting the concrete asphalt and, and, and hammering it out and, and, and excavating and then getting the base set and pouring a whole new concrete slab on our, on our property. Uh, so like we just did this huge thing. It's going to be this big video. It's like, I have, I have like four or five different videos and they're, they're going to be like 15 minutes each. We already have two of them up right now on YouTube and yeah, so got, some of it's got some traffic. Like you're not going to hit it right out of the park. We're not boosting it right away. Um, which I wanted to do boost it through social media and stuff like that. But well, and like, you think about it, it's not necessarily the, the kind of demographic that's used to having that kind of content no. getting out all the time. Right. This is something that's a a little new for the construction industry is these creative style videos yeah. that showcase your services it's it's kind of getting new but there's you know you got to start now otherwise when those new generations come through that are ready to buy a home or they're ready to get you know new steps set up because theirs are half busted and cracked or they need a repair they already are ready to go to your youtube channel or see your ad on facebook or whatever and off yeah, you go exactly so it's, it's good to get that foundation going right away so and yeah. it's good experience for you well i think that this is a hell of an episode so far it's a fantastic episode. I think it's a good way to kick off the second season. I think it's a hell of a way to kick off the second season. Yeah, I, I believe that this title should be Life Sets In. I like that. What? <laughs> <laughs> life Sets In? That doesn't make sense. As in Life Sets In. Now we're graduated. We're, we sit... The two graduates of the same program, we are ah. champions of our industries, and <laughs> life is setting in. I'm almost a married man. You have a hat. <laughs> I, I, I literally you just, I just went from like probably about 75% of the way to where you are back to square zero, like ground zero, but, but you're not, but you're not back though. It's, it's you're, you're, you're actually ahead of where I was when I finished. So you should be in no, you should be in a lot better shape in, in about it in two years. If you keep going, if you keep, keep making that effort. You can do it. Uh, are we talking say. about are, are we talking about the dating effort, or are we talking about are we talking about media? Because <laughs> I was because I was talking about dating and marriage. Oh well, in that regard, I would say go on Tinder <laughs> and and completely fluke out <laughs> because that oh. is what I did. <laughs> you know what's funny? I'm already there. You're already I'm on already the Tinder. There. 
And there's something that it's, I don't know why life seems to do this. Every single time that I've gone through a breakup, regardless of whether now that it's online dating or in the past, it just would have been going to like white Ave or something. <laughs> yeah. But uh, is somebody getting violently abused in the back of your house or something? Cause I heard a weird screaming. Oh, Oh, that's Bailey. Hang on a second. Oh, hang on a second. Okay. I'll just hold that thought. Craig is going to go fuck his woman now. Yeah. Oh. She sounded angry. She sounded really angry. Coming back. Well, there's a few fires I have to put out, but... That was the quickest shag ever. <laughs> if only. We have some homework going forward for the next Yeah, we've got a little episode. bit of homework. So as, as a review to, for, to this episode, we are going to move forward, and Craig and I both are going to watch 365 Days. Ooh, see how just how fucked up it is, and just see how fucked up it is. And basically, I think I'll do the first half. I'll I'll kind of do a recap of the first half of the movie. You'll do a recap of the second half. There will be a full movie spoiler alert, <laughs> and uh, maybe we'll psychoanalyze the characters kind of both as we go. Yeah, a little critique critique from both a man who just is huge. And then another man who has BDSM experience. <laughs> so between the two of us in a room with somebody who'd be willing and able and consent. Yeah. Consent <laughs> to, to the activity. We, we talk shit up. Is what I'm saying. Perfect. <laughs> until then. Anyways, until then. <laughs> uh, that that was an, that was the episode one of season two of the Not So Secret Diary. Uh, I'm Matt. I'm Greg, and we'll catch you on the flippity flip. Yeah.